Up World. It's your past first point guard and Trailblazers reporter Mike Richmond. You're listening to another episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts. And now also on YouTube. Listen, we're up over 800 subscribers on our YouTube channel, and we are trying to get to 1,000 by Halloween. As I record this, we're about a week away. It's it's Saturday evening, October 23rd, so uh, a week away by the time you hear this. If you're listening and you haven't subscribed, please go to the YouTube channel. Just search Lockdown Blazers on YouTube and subscribe to the show. It would We can't get to 1,000 without your help. If you haven't subscribed and you're listening, help out. Today's show is going to be a ton of fun because... The Blazers just played an absolutely phenomenal game. They throttled the Suns. Absolutely just beat the snot out of your reigning Western Conference champions. A 134-105 win. Uh, We got a whole bunch to talk about from this game. Uh, Big-time performances from CJ McCollum, Manfredi Simons, Nazir Little. Uh, We saw the end of the bench get in and have some fun. It was Chauncey Billups' first win ever as a head coach, and he got soaked in the locker room afterwards. And I think the Blazers are starting to establish the identity that Chauncey Billups believes they can adopt and believes they can grow into. And so that's we're going to get into all of that in today's show. But first, like we do at this time, the fastest recap in the West. The Blazers won 134-105. The, uh, they shared the rock. They blitzed around, they flew around on defense, and they just rolled basically from the opening tip of recording assists on seven of their first 12 baskets, then blowing the game open in the second quarter, turning a going to the halftime up 20. When the Suns made a mini charge in the third quarter, cutting a 25-point lead down to 16 with a mini little mini 10-0 run. The Blazers responded, got back up by 25 entering the fourth quarter. And then when Anthony Simons hit his third three-pointer with nine minutes and 44 seconds left to push the lead to 33, Monty Williams, Phoenix Suns head coach, waved the white flag, pulled the starters, emptied his bench, and we got more than nine and a half minutes of garbage time as the Blazers just had already dominated a the game. Their starters didn't need to come back in. And so what did we get to see? We got to see Dennis Smith Jr. throw an alley-oop on the fast break to C.J. Ellaby. We got to see C.J. Ellaby throw a lob on the fast break to Nazir Little. We got to see Greg Brown make his NBA debut and pick up a technical foul, also trying to catch a lob like an and one freaking mixtape. It was NBA Street Volume 2 out there. Uh, Brown later dunked for his first points of the game. It had a little bit of everything. That's your fastest recap in the West. That's how they got to a 134-105 victory. It was a beatdown. Now let's dig into a little bit what happened. Uh, I want to start with it. In case you missed it, that's what happened. Here's what else you need to know from the game. CJ McCollum, monster game. Uh, 30, 28 points, six three-pointers, block three shots. Um, just just fantastic. And in the third quarter, he helped put the game away. Uh, just kept dribbling into threes. Chauncey Phillips said that he kind of wanted to take him out because he'd been in there a little bit too long. And then... Uh, uh, CJ just kept dribbling into more threes and more threes and more threes. You know, he, he last year when he was so special before he got injured, he was taking 11 threes a game tonight, six of 11 from deep 11, three pointers in 30 minutes, a, a freaking <laughs> a 28 point night and six threes in, in, in 30 minutes. Like that's, he was surgical, absolutely surgical in this game. He's McCollum is on an absolute tear to begin this season. Uh, he had 34 six boards and five dimes in game one and then follow that up with 28 and six three-pointers in game two like he's balling he's really really come out hot uh you know he started last year incredibly hot and then got hurt and never got back to it he's 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 you know had time to heal up he's he's been really really good uh 
another, I think, really important note from this game is that Damian Lord, again, did not shoot well. Two of seven from three. Uh, he started the year missing his first 11 three-pointers. 0 for 9 in game one. Missed his first two here. Uh, you know, two for seven is not terrible. Three for seven is a good shooting night. So we're really talking about one miss. But like, um, this is... He the Blazers beat the snot out of a bad team. They won a game, you know, they won a game in about 34 minutes, um, or 38 minutes rather. And uh, Dame didn't shoot well. That's that's incredibly valuable. Like that's that's that is important and valuable that the Blazers just just beat the snot out of out of a team uh, where where they didn't where they didn't need Dame to be so special. That's that's kind of the the um what really strikes me about this game. They were they were moving the ball right from the beginning like I said in the the fastest recap in the West is seven assists in the first 12 buckets. Like the ball was moving around, they were finding guys. Uh Norman Powell who we'll mention in a second, the only bad news from this game. He he was awesome. He he only played in the first half cuz he left with an injury. Again, we'll we'll dig into that in one second. But 16 points in that first half. Hit hit uh you know, two of four threes was was uh, gave a little bit of everything and was it was him and CJ who were really providing that uh that offensive spark early like they were those were the three guard lineup was just torching the Suns um it should be said the Suns played last night uh they they won in LA they didn't they didn't play the starters a ton of minutes but they had to play them enough cuz the Lakers like fake made the game close at the very end so the the starters did have to play um real minutes but uh, you know, the Blazers had two days off. The Suns the second night of a back-to-back. This is a rest advantage game. And you, what you want to do in rest advantage games is make sure you win them, particularly against good teams. The Blazers didn't just win. They won. And it was a, it was a ton of fun. Uh, the, the, like I said, the first win of Chauncey Billups' career, he goes into the locker room. They soak him with uh, water bottles. You can check out the Blazers' social media channels to see videos of that. Uh, Billups was late coming to his pro game presser because he had to change clothes. He was just soaking wet. He had to put on like a, 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 a different sweatshirt that I guess he had in his office office so uh, um he he had to he had to fully change clothes because he was soaked um they were you know this was he's going to keep the game ball he joked that it'll you know it'll be somewhere on his trophy case that his actual trophy case like his trophy room is in his home in denver his his, you know permanent residence he's still settling in in portland but this will be the first thing in his portland home that kind of goes in that trophy case a meaningful win number one in what is hopefully you know a long a long and illustrious successful coaching career but the this was the first one tonight um a dominant dominant win over the suns um other other important notes like like i said the, the defense and we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show but the offense was just nuts. Um, according to cleaningtheglass.com, before we got to garbage time, the Blazers averaged uh, 1.31 points per possession. That's 130 offensive rating. That's wild. Uh <laughs> You know, 1.3 points per possession is uh, is just, it's truly, truly wild. There were 21 of 50 from three. Um, you know, this was a night where the shots went in. It, it, some of it is just that. Like, some of it is the shots went in. Like, Dames didn't go in, but but Ambry Simons hit four threes. Uh, you know, uh, you got two from Covington, two from Powell. Larry Nance Jr. hit two big threes. Uh, Nas came in there and hit one. Uh, ben McLemore in garbage time hit two threes. Like, it's they were raining them in. Um, they were, they shot really well early. Uh, and, and I had mentioned in game one that I didn't think they got enough up. They only took 35 in game one. I, I think like 40 is a really, is a really reasonable number for this team to take. They have a bunch of good shooters. Go ahead and shoot them tonight. They got them up and then they scored. I mean, they went in, it looks good when they go in. This was, um, you know, the defense was, was important. And we'll talk about that, uh, to close the show in the third segment, but like the offense was awesome. The, the Suns had no, had, had, had no answers for what they were doing. Part of that was sharing the ball. Part of that was, you know, they, they, set up good shots they got out and they got out and um you know got into early offense a little bit better and cj mccollum is on an absolute heater this was you know the sort of 
the the ideal, the platonic ideal of the Blazers is that they're just this absolutely flame-throwing offense and a good enough on defense to handle the good teams. And this was um, this was better than that on defense and probably better than is reasonable for them to be on offense. And what it turned into was an absolute route, 134, and they could have scored 140, um, except the game was really ragged with the end of the bench over the final three minutes. Like, this was... Um, this was just a ton of fun. It was the, you know, CJ Ellaby get catching lobs and throwing lobs, Greg Brown getting getting his NBA debut. Like this was I asked Chauncey Billups after the game if he could have a moment to enjoy it. And he actually he he, he admitted in a way that maybe some coaches don't that yes, in the moment he could enjoy it. And he cracked a big smile in postgame. So yeah, like, yeah, you enjoy it for those guys who are out of the rotation to be in there and have fun and run around because like you you have to. And this is, you know, it's this is a special moment for him. And I thought um that was refreshing. Like he's they were they were awesome. There's no other way to put it. They were awesome in this game. Awesome, awesome, awesome. This was as good as the Blazers. This is as close to as good as the Blazers can play. Um, I, this isn't like, is this like some sort of, is this who they are? Are they a 135 point team who's going to just like roll teams and hit 45% on 53s a game? No, but I don't think the offense was crazy outside of um, outside of what they can be. Like, I think this, this if the league average three-point shooting is like 37%, I think the Blazers aren't could be an above-average shooting team with Dame and CJ and Norman Rocco on the wings, with Amphrey Simons coming off the bench. I mean, this is, they have a bunch of dudes who can really shoot it. Um, this has a chance, they should bomb away from three because they can be really, really good. Um, I They're not going to be this every night, but this isn't that wild of a performance. This is like within the realm and and within the realm, you see how dangerous they can be. Two guys were really, really good in this game. And they're really good in this game in a way that, that really gets you excited about what the future can be. And that's Anthony Simons and Azir Little. I want to talk about those two guys a little bit in the second segment, spend some time unpacking what we saw from those two gentlemen. Uh, Nazir Little came on locked on and then had the best, his best game of the season. Now this is game two. So it was a basically coin flip. Well, he's going to play better or worse, but if you're a blazer, Come on, locked on. Get that, get that Mike Richmond bump. All right, let's come back in the second segment. Talk, talk more about Nas and Ants. But first, let me tell you about Prize Picks. It's daily fantasy made easy. Made easy. Um, listen, you're you're gonna love Prize Picks because it's the best NBA DFS prop game on the market, and it offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator. And it offers not just all the superstar players, but the end of the bench guys who are only recording a handful of minutes each game. You want to bet on Ben McLemore and Greg Brown and CJ Ellaby, you're going to find them on prize picks. Uh, prize picks offers props on anything you can think of. So, you know, three point attempts, minutes played, whatever it is. If you want to bet on other sports, yardage and touchdowns, interceptions, everything, you'll find it on prize picks. Um, if, if you go to pricepicks.com right now or download their app and you enter the promo code NBA when you're making a, a $100 deposit, they're going to match you 100% instant match. So 100 bucks becomes magically 200 bucks when you use that promo code NBA. Uh, and it's not just that they're matching the money. It's that the, the price picks works. Here's how, here's how you here's how it goes down. You just pick two to five players and over under on their projections. So you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Uh, so basically you say, I'm going to, I'm going to pick, you know, the over on Damian Lillard's points, the under on Cody Zeller's rebounds. You have a chance to win. And all you're doing is picking against the, against the projected numbers. You're not playing against other teams. You're just going you versus the numbers. If your predictions are right, you're going to win the money. So download that, download the app, um, it's, it's fast and easy to use. It's, it's safe. It's got quick withdrawals. You're going to get your money quickly once you, once you deposit and once you win. So don't hesitate, check out prizepicks.com. Use that promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Today, I also want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. 
That's DirecTV Stream, which brings you live and on-demand favorites all together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part is there's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. Get get rid of the clutter. Get rid of the confusion. No more juggling between logins. No more juggling between devices where you can get the streaming service and where you can get the other one. Get it all in one place. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right. So let's talk more about the Blazers blowout win over the Suns. They were awesome in this game. They're just fantastic. They're just so, 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 so good. Um, But two gentlemen really gave you, like, CJ being good really matters. Um, Yusuf Nurkic, plus 30. Kind of like a quiet night statistically, but a plus 30. When he was on the court, he kicked ass. I thought he played really, really well against uh, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, Robert Covington, who struggled in game one, made his threes, um, was was solid as hell. Um, They, you know, you you. You got the, the CJ moments. Dame wasn't as good as he can be shooting the ball, but he was, re- you know, he had eight assists in, in in twenty minutes, like in twenty five minutes. Like he, if he had played a real game, we're talking like you know a twelve fifteen assist night, like maybe not fifteen, but like a bunch. Like he's double digit assists. He was just a maestro out there, particularly early, getting guys into rhythm and finding his shooters. You know, finding Norm and CJ. Uh, before we we get into the the really uh, the the guys that stood out, uh, a Norm moment. I, I meant to say, I meant to get to this in the first segment, but I got too excited about the good news. Norman Powell with five minutes and 43 seconds in left in the second quarter, um, appeared to, or uh, left the court. Uh, he didn't appear. I watched him leave the court. Uh, they, there, there was dead ball. He signaled immediately to the bench and he just went right into the locker room left, you know, kind of jogging, clearly had a limp, clearly had, um, clearly had an injury, but, uh, he, what, what the Blazers then, you know, they gave no update, which is always bad when they don't give an update right away. You start to get nervous. They, he, he never came back to the bench. You know, he left with halfway through the second quarter, never came back. Um, then halftime, they ruled him out for the rest of the game with a left knee injury is what they said. And that's dicey. You know, immediately ruled out for the rest of the game, doesn't return back to the bench on knee, all of these things, bad news. But Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN reports that the initial imaging on his knee, the initial MRI suggests that it's not um, a, a super serious injury for Norman Powell. That doesn't mean that he's not going to miss a chunk of time, you know, um, a sprain or whatever it is in his knee is not is not as bad as obviously the other options if tearing ligaments etc cetera, etc cetera. but like um it doesn't mean that he won't miss you know a chunk of games uh but Norman Powell did not did not return as your little started the second half and for rotation purposes uh if you're curious what it was not Ben McLemore who came in it was Dennis Smith Jr who kind of leapfrogged uh leap seems to have leapfrogged Ben McLemore in the pecking order I think it I'm going to assume that Norm doesn't play when the Blazers play the LA Clippers on Monday. So it'll be Dennis Smith Jr. as your ninth guy off the bench. Uh, that means the bench will be Ant uh, and likely uh, Nas in the starting lineup. So Ant, Dennis Smith Jr., Larry Nance Jr., uh, and Cody Zeller. Neither junior or senior, but I really wanted to give him a, I really wanted to give him one there. Uh, but I think that's that's notable. Um, you know, after the game, uh, Chauncey Billups didn't have an update. He said he knew he was getting an MRI. It, it, there's the Blazers are at home. They have an MRI. They can go in their facility, like connected to the arena. They can go. They have an MRI machine. They can go get imaging on the knee if you're injured. And 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 Norm clearly knew he was. You were going to get it. So I don't think the MRI was an indicator, but the first imaging, according to Woj, um, and you can figure out where he gleaned that information. Um, sounds like it's not a serious injury, which is really, really, really good news because that would be such a bummer on a night like this. It was the only thing that went wrong. Um, 
I, uh, it was the only thing that went wrong t- to the point where I totally forgot to mention it, although it was in my notes for the first segment, but you're getting it here about 15 minutes into the show. I apologize for, uh, um, for biffing that one, but beyond norm and, uh, and, uh, beyond norm, Ant and Nas were fantastic. Anthony Simons was, um, Anthony Simons had 11 and four in the first game. And I thought, damn, he, lo- he looks good. And he was better in this game. He was better. Uh, you know, eight. 18- 18 points on seven to 14 shooting it was four of eight from three, um, you know, got to the cup, shot, you know, shot three pointers off the dribble, which is what superstars do. Um, I'm not saying ants a superstar, but like the ability to dribble into threes, pull up shooting is, is, and that the ability to create your own offense like that is a star is a star quality. That is, that is a really, really highly valued skill. And ant can really do that. But the impressive part of ants game is the variety showing a little bit of ability to get to the rim, uh, finishing with both hands around the rim, being strong in there. He had a floater that he just missed. Uh, also like some, uh, you know, in between variety game, um, um, there were also some moments where he missed a couple passes. Uh, there was some, there was a moment uh, in particular that he missed a defensive rotation and Chauncey Billups, like coming into the timeout, pulled Ant aside and said, Hey, you missed this defensive rotation. Ant mentioned after the game that he, he prefers to be coached like that. He, he wants to be coached and wants to be, wants to be held accountable for his mistakes. And listen, you have 18 on, <laughs> you have 18 on 50% shooting and you feel like you could be better. Like this is a good sign. Um, you know, Simon's, I don't think he's, I, he's probably still going to be a below average defender for, you know, for the, for the remainder of this year. But like, um, if he's this level an offensive player with, with the ability to orchestrate, um, and the ability to, to score in a variety of ways, way more variety than we've seen in the past, like just the strength and adding the ball handling, like he's a, he's a handful, like he's hard to deal with. And he makes, he makes the blazers. He just adds a dynamic that they haven't had, which is just like another true offensive creator, offensive initiator, um, and, and, and a, another guy that you can pair with either Damon CJ or play him alone. And like, he can be dangerous to go get a bucket. Um, you know, last year he was a really good shooter and he could create his own shot from three, but he had no variety in his game already two games in, you're seeing the variety, you're seeing the confidence and you're seeing the, um, you know, just more, more versatile offensive game. Um, he was great. Ant was great. Um, there's no way around it. Uh, he got a podium game. Like he, they brought him the way post game works is they bring guys to the podium. Uh, Ant got a podium game. This is, um, you know, in the, in the past people would have been crowded around his locker or whatever. And it'd be fun to see like everyone joke like, Oh, they're waiting for you, Ant. But, uh, like this, they're bringing him in to talk because he was that good. Ant was really good. He's been really good in the first two games. Um, he's, he is, you know, he's, he's, he's getting to the point or he's trending towards the point. I should say that his offense is good enough that I have, um, that the defense is just like nitpicky, you know, like he's, he has enough offensive juice that the, the defensive stuff like, Oh, it'd be better if he was a better defender, but if he can bring this type of offensive punch off the bench, he's such a luxury for the Blazers because they're not going to count on him to play crazy big minutes and get crazy tough defensive assignments. They're going to count on him to whoop ass against second units. And right now they're bringing him in and he's pretty much whooping ass against second units. Ant has been awesome. Nazir Little, who was on Friday's show. If you haven't listened to that show, if you listen to this show, um, check back in your feed because uh, Nazir Little was on the podcast for 30 minutes. We talked for a whole the whole show, um, a 30 minute interview with Nazir Little, a ton of fun. Uh, and and then what did what did my boy do? What did what did Nas Nas do? 11.7 boards, two assists, tons of energy, tons of hustle plays, uh, a big dunk that got called back for I don't really understand why they called the foul or where they did. Um, you don't really get the explanations on press row like you do when you're watching on TV. But like he was great. He was just really, really, really good. Um, he you know he brings 
he brings a certain level of energy and athleticism and length that the Blazers don't have. Uh, there was a play that he made in the in the first half, and uh, Jason Quick, who I'm I'm lucky enough to sit next to on press row, said to me like. No one else on the team can do that. It was just like he kind of knifed through the lane, took a bump, and, and was able to scoop it up with uh, with his right hand. And it was just like, it, nobody's doing that. <laughs> nobody's jumping into a crowd and finishing like that on the team. I mean, maybe Norm, but Norm doesn't have the length to make that swoop. Norm is a straight line drive kind of guy. Um, really good athlete, really strong, but not, not the way Nas is. Uh, he just... The offensive rebounding, you know, he didn't shoot super well, 104 from three, hit his first three, and it was like, uh-oh, and missed a couple uh, after that. And one of them was a force, force at the end of the clock. Like, he just, in the way that Ant brings something that they haven't had, uh, Nas is unique in in this roster in terms of a, a, a wing with that type of length. Um, he spent time guarding Devin Booker. He spent time guarding Chris Paul. He, he was a great and help defense. He was just, he was just so special. Like he just not like, not like this is not like 11 and seven is this like game where you're like, oh my, oh my goodness, this dude is going to win most improved player. But like it was, it, it was, oh my goodness, this dude can help every single night. Like this is an NBA player. And I talked about this in my season previews with Nas is like the best case scenario is that he's an NBA player and two games into this experiment, he looks like a dude who can contribute and should contribute at a high level every night. He could start for a stretch here with with Norman Powell out. He's the only real small forward left on the roster. He's capable of that. You know, he's going to have his growing pains because he's still kind of um, he he can get a little sped up and make have some bad decisions and stuff like that. And he's not like this elite lockdown defender, but he's got tools to be a good one. Um, He's going to have nights where he doesn't look this good, but tonight all of the hustle stuff mattered. Uh, Chauncey Billups has mentioned this. He told, um, he said it before, but he said it again tonight. It's like that he just wants Nas to be the guy who plays as hard as he possibly can. That he's the hardest, hardest playing player on the court. And then after that, you kind of figure out the skill stuff. And Nas has brought that energy. He's brought that positive energy, and he's just he was he was really good. And Ant and Nas give you a sense of like okay, the Blazers have a couple other guys who can help. You know, the, so much of what they've been like the last couple of years is like, you can count on these five, or you can count on these six, or you can count on these. And it's like, if you can count on Ant and Nas every night to play at this level, and, and they might not reach this level, but play something similar to this, which I think is totally reasonable. It's, it definitely seems realistic to me at this point. This team has mo- has more parts that help and has more weapons that help. And you saw what they could be. But you also have seen them now through two games, start to try to form an identity. And Chauncey Billups talked about that at uh, pregame. I asked him a question. He kind of, he landed on the Blazers developing an identity. And that's what I want to talk about to close the show is what that identity might look like. So let's do that to close the show. But first, let me tell you about Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar that there is. There's no other trick. There's nothing else. It's the best tasting protein bar. You should go buy them because they taste better than all the other protein bars. Uh, they come in a, a bunch of delicious flavors. There's always new and seasonal options. Uh, my personal favorites are cookies and cream and peanut butter brownie, but you can go find other good ones. Whatever your palate is, you'll find there's a tons of fruit flavors. There's some uh, chocolatey, chocolatey flavors. There's salted stuff like salted caramel. There's even fun marshmallowy flavors like churro puff and strawberry puff. So listen, there's something for everybody, but they're not only delicious. They also 
have some real health benefits. They're coming with 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, only four to five grams of sugar, and no more than five grams of net carbs. All tasty, all healthy. Go get yourself some. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Today's show is also brought to you by Bet Online, And that's good news. Because it is a wonderful time to be interested in sports betting. We've got a World Series coming. We've got uh, soccer season at home and abroad. We've got the basketball season, the, the NBA season here and in full swing. And if and if you particularly if you want to bet on basketball, there's games every single night. You're gonna get props on every game. You get live odds. So you can bet before the game and you can bet during the game. There's contests all week long on on. Uh, on betting on multiple games or, or multiple picks. Um, it's also football season, college and pro football. It's just, it's just a wonderful time of year. Hockey. I haven't even mentioned, uh, combat sports like boxing and, and, uh, UFC or an MMA. Like it's, it's all here. So go to bed online, use the promo code locked on. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You get a 50% welcome bonus. If you are a first time user, first time, uh, if you're making your first ever deposit on betonline.ag, head on over to that website, betonline.ag. That's betonline, where the games begin. Still a pass first point guard, still Mike Richmond, and you're still listening to Locked on Blazers. Hey, thanks for making this podcast, Locked on Blazers, your first listen every day. Um, it's a free five days a week wherever you get podcasts the only daily portland trailblazers podcast if you want to get blazers news for free every day on all of your podcast providers and on youtube this is the place to do it so start your day listening to lockdown blazers make it your first listen make it part of your routine the season is here make sure you're staying abreast of the team and there's no better place to do that than right here with lockdown blazers so we talked uh we talked about we did the fastest recap in the West. We talked about CJ being on a heater. We talked about uh, an impressive win over the Kings. The Norman Powell news you got. You got Anthony Simons. You got Nazir Little. We got to shift gears a little bit. The Blazers played good defense in this game. Not great defense. Not not wildly special defense. Not, um, you know, the Suns early on, I thought, missed some open threes and the Blazers took advantage and their offense just wore them down. And when you make shots, you can get your defense set. You stay out. You know, you shoot as well as the Blazers did. You stay out of transition. You you avoid um, having to run back and getting in a track meet with teams. You can you can play against the set defense and the Blazers are going to be better. Um, they've just been a bad transition defensive team. And if you, the best way to to avoid the best way to work around that is to be a good um is to avoid transition right then you just like you you can be a good defensive team on in uh, with limited transition opportunities but part of the defense is just flying around and Chauncey Billups mentioned this in his post game uh uh, press conferences that s- some of what he's just trying to convince the Blazers to do is to play hard because if you play hard enough you can cover up for some of your mistakes you can miss rotations but if you're playing hard it'll help cover for it and I thought that's what the Blazers exactly what they looked like in the first half of this game they were just flying around they were particularly on the backside. like uh, a phrase you'll hear the Blazers use if you're listening to their interviews is they're going to use a phrase x out and what that means is that um when when the help defense is drawn over and the ball swings to the corner or or, or, or swings to the opposite wing and you and someone sprints uh to to get that pass x out is when you are you are the low man 
and then you've got to get to the next pass. So if the ball's in the corner and someone runs to the corner, they're going to swing it up to the wing. You've got to X out. So either from the opposite block or from the low block or sprint. And it's a, the X is the cross. Your guy's helping there. So you cross behind him. That's your X to go help out. And the Blazers were just much better at that. They missed some rotations and the Suns missed some open threes, but they were flying around. They were playing really hard on defense. And that was... That's the takeaway in this game is that they talked about it in that Kings game is that they felt like they played hard, but didn't play very smart. I think they continue to play hard in game two and the second game of the year, but they played a little bit smarter. They, they got a little bit lucky. You need to get that's going to be baked into these things. Um, and, you know, this this was this wasn't this like dominant defensive performance by any means. I don't think this was like, oh, this this is proof that it works. But this was the proof that they should that they are buying into that it could work. Um, is this going to be an elite defensive team? No. But this is how they have to play if they're going to be a good one. You saw it against Phoenix is that they just they just played hard as hell on defense. And that's that is in many ways, the mark of a good coach is convincing guys to play hard. Um, the, the NBA, it's a lot of talented dudes. Um, so it, oftentimes, the difference is the willingness to try and execute, um, you know, second and third and fourth efforts defensively, particularly if you're a team that's going to get caught in rotations like the Blazers might be. They're not going to be a team that keeps teams in front of them in this sort of elite level. They're going to be a team that has to help and scramble and and um, and cover for each other. And the and they did so well on that on on that end. Like they just. Like I said, not an not an elite defensive moment, right? But like, um, the this was more of the Blazers looking like what they want to be, and what they want to be is what I want to talk about to close the show. Is the Chauncey Billups pregame, um, NBA pregame now? Like, there's no locker room, so you don't go. You they used to open the locker room prior to the game, and, and you'd get to open the locker room and and kind of just like BS. Um, but they don't they don't open the locker room, so you can't talk to players. Um, and the way my role with the with this team works is that I'm only going to be around for um, for the game home games uh, because this is my uh, this is the this is my hobby that I love, not my full time job. I'm not traveling with the team, um, so you know the only time I really get to ask Chauncey Billups questions is pregame. But also like pregame is is low key useless now um, because you you're not like. Practice is where you're working on larger stories. The Blazers practiced the last two days and had media availability there. If you're working on a bigger story, that's where you're going to do it. So pregame, you kind of just like throw out a question and see what sticks. So I asked, I asked Chauncey just like a a very simple question, um, just to kind of get him talking, get you know, do the job of being a reporter. Um, and so I said, you know, what what's tough about the Suns team? And he launches into a thing about CP and Bro- and uh, Devin Booker and how good Book is and how what a maestro CP is and how you know they're a really tough defensive team and then he and he says something about how they they have a really strong identity and I said do you feel like this team has an identity and he said we're working towards it okay what what is what what is that identity and he said I, I want to be a team that plays really hard and is unselfish on both ends that's what I want our identity to be and I think in game two against the Phoenix Suns. That's the identity that emerged. This was not a perfect game. This was a beatdown and a really, really fun game that you should enjoy and appreciate, but the Blazers weren't perfect in this game. Uh, they they probably had some good shooting luck on their own, and the Suns had some bad shooting luck. Um, they certainly had a rest advantage in this game. Uh, the defense was not was not perfect, perfect, but it was darn good. But unselfish, covering for each other's mistakes, just playing hard to cover it up. Unselfish, seven assists on your first 12 buckets. Share the ball, get into good offense. Doesn't matter if... You don't need to get anyone going. You just need to get a you need to get a good look every time down the floor. 
they were a low turnover, high assist team to start this game. Like they, they maximized their possessions and they made a bunch of shots. Like playing, playing hard as hell, which is going to cover up for their defensive deficiencies and their defensive mistakes and sharing the ball on offense so they can um, utilize more of their weapons, get more of their weapons involved. And then when they need to fall back on two of the best isolation scores in the game, CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard. And be hard to play against because you refuse to to have nights where you where you take defense. You just like you don't bring the defensive energy. And on offense, you move enough and pass enough and trust each other enough that you are hard to guard. You are difficult on both ends to maximize how many weapons you have. Difficult on offense to maximize how many weapons you have. And playing hard enough on defense to make it at least challenging for the other team to get easy buckets limit straight straight line drive scramble around on the backside and um you know the way the blazers play is that somebody small almost certainly is going to be the low man in in action so they're going to send two to the ball or or show two to the ball and someone's someone small six foot three because they played an under because they played norm cj and damon lillard is going to be at the rim and that person at the rim has a challenge a big person and when they challenge a big person to make it tough someone else has to scramble back to the perimeter then if they're down low they got to scramble back out and x out and help on that second pass then they got to once they contain the ball there they got to make sure that to keep everyone in front and then they got to do it all over again because there's still going to be nine seconds left on the shot clock like it, it, it's a lot it's a lot of to ask and i think the blazers were close this is the identity they want they want to be a team that plays hard they want to be a team that's unselfish on both ends for one night game two with 80 left six more months of this stuff this was their identity. It's they're forming it. They're showing it. They are they are trusting their coach and the and and all that he's been preaching this preseason when they looked bad and and after game one against the Kings when he said we played well we just didn't play smart trusting him and that's why on Saturday night when Chauncey Billups came into the locker room they got to celebrate and they had ten minutes to plan that celebration because they beat the hell out of the reigning Western Conference champion Phoenix Suns. So they could shower Chauncey Billups with water and they could know they were going to shower him with uh, water bottles because they had been winning the game for literally the final 30 minutes of the night. It was a dominant performance. They were great. And guess what? (laughs) Now they play three games next week. You just keep it moving. The NBA doesn't let you rest. Uh, They're going to practice and then fly to to LA tomorrow. Uh, They play the Clippers on Monday. They play the Memphis Grizzlies on Wednesday, and then the Clippers again on Friday. Three really good teams. It just keeps going. You don't get to rest on your laurels. Um, you get to build an identity and then try to use that identity every night out on the court. This is a building block. You build off of this to become the team you want to be every single night. You know, whatever, eighty nights a year. This is the blueprint. It wasn't. It wasn't perfect. It, in fact. In some ways, they weren't as good as they can be. In other ways, they're probably better than they can be. This isn't, it's maybe not replicable is maybe the way, is what I can say. But this is like, it's you're not going to have a, a a perfect copy of this game, carbon copy of this game every night. You're not going to score 135. Um, you're not going to score, you're not going to have a 130 offensive rating against a, a, like a high-level playoff team every night. But the Blazers are capable of playing something like this. And that's where the identity comes in. Develop your identity and stick to it and be this team um, you know, and and maybe you can recover from some bad shooting nights, or recover when a team really is, you know, has a number and has better matchups and makes it tougher on your defense. It's they they showed what they can be here, and they and it's it's only going to get tougher um, because you know down Norman Powell and just more games adding up, and 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 here we go, eighty more. Uh, 
make sure you listen to this podcast. We're going to have, uh, we'll do a mailbag. This is this is Monday's show. If you're listening to it, I'm going to publish it on Sunday. So hi, if you're listening on Sunday um, or watching me on YouTube. Uh, Monday's show, we'll have a, we'll, we'll recap the game. Tuesday, uh, maybe the, inter- Jason Quick's going to join the show sometime next week. It's it's either going to be Tuesday's show or Friday's show. I haven't nailed it down, but he'll, he'll be there. So listen to the show. I'll tell you when a mailbag is or watch my Twitter feed at uh, Mike G. Rich and we'll, uh, I'll let you know when, when we're going to have a mailbag show. But we're going to do game recaps after the Clippers game and the Memphis game. We're going to have a mailbag in there. We're going to have a, uh, we're going to have an interview with, with the athletics, Jason quick, like it's here and free every day. That's why you should make this podcast. Your first listen. If you haven't really go back and listen to that interview I did with Nazir little, it's great. Um, I'll just tell you, I'm not afraid to tell you he, he was a, he was a delight and you will enjoy listening to him. Me and him chat. Um, he was, if you liked Nazir little after this game and you go listen to that, you'll like him more. He was, he was, he was a delight on the podcast. So do that. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Help me get to a thousand subscribers by Halloween. We're up over 800. We can't get to a thousand without you. If you hear this and you're not subscribing, you're being a jerk. And don't be a jerk. Be a pal. Go subscribe on YouTube and tell your friends they can find this wherever they get podcasts as well as YouTube. Just search Locked on Blazers. We will be there waiting for them. Appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon. <laughs>